You're listening to the YCA Podcast. This is a podcast created for coaches by the coaches. The Young Coaches Association is proud to present exclusive content from coaches, young and old, all across the state of South Carolina. The YCA Podcast was created to provide a platform where coaches can share their own thoughts and insights to others with the hopes of building a brand and growing the profession. In more simple terms, these are ball coaches just sitting around talking ball. Thanks for listening to the YCA Podcast. We hope you enjoy. podcast uh, interviews we have our 35 and us here interviews here uh, remember this is the inaugural class we've got 15 coaches selected assistants coordinators uh, sitting head coaches as well we have coach Faustino here from Easley High School he's gonna tell you a little bit about his background you know maybe where he played where he's coached and where he is now go ahead coach yeah so um, I'm from Indiana um, Goshen Indiana uh, it's all the way up north and northern part of Indiana. The best way I can describe it to people is about 45 minutes away from South Bend, Notre Dame. I grew up there, you know, all my life. And, you know, I went to high school there in that area and, um, you know, had the opportunity to go play ball, college ball. But then I blew out my knee my senior year and, you know, kind of had to change my mind and change my career path after that. And um, I was very fortunate enough to, you know, get a bunch of academic money and uh, go to uh, my, the local college in my in my town and, you know, get my four-year degree there. And I was able to get my degree in education, elementary education. And, um, but, you know, I, I love the game of football um, all throughout high school and I wanted to get involved in some way, shape, or form. So right out of high school, I started off coaching at the youth level, coaching, um, uh, you know, youth football for two years and kind of worked my way up, you know, and uh, I did that two years and then in my hometown and then I ended up going, moving up to the high school level in my hometown and I started coaching uh, freshman and JV offensive line and defensive line at my alma mater. I did that for three years or three seasons and then um, and that was Goshen High School. I went out the school I was at first and then I got the opportunity to coach uh with my former head coach uh Dave Wilson who was a defensive coordinator at the rival school down the road uh Northwood High School so I was like I love playing for coach Wilson and I was like you know what I'm gonna go co- go coach with him and what they had going on and and the year before I joined them they ended up making a run in the state finals in Indiana and you know they were just rebuilding the program and doing a lot of good things there. So I was like, I want to be a part of that. And there I got to coach uh, offensive line and linebackers. Um, I coached there for three seasons. Um, and then I ended up moving down to South Carolina to coach at Clinton. Um, and that was 2021. Um, and I, I was there for one year. And I, I was coaching offensive line with Coach Bennett. And now I'm at Easley uh, coaching offensive line with uh coach dura but that's kind of my background nothing crazy just i guess you know i've been involved in you know four different programs now and it's been great man learning learning a lot from a lot of different coaches um how to run a you know a program and and you know with different kids and different communities and it's just it's just been fun it's been fun working with all these people so Hey, Coach, so you, you kind of bring a different perspective than, than a lot of these guys that we've talked to already. Obviously, they pretty much were in South Carolina, grew up here. 
So what kind what brought you from Indiana to South Carolina? Yeah, so uh, I met Coach Bennett. So I, I'm gonna give him a shout out later on. But I met Coach Bennett um, in uh, through the Hog Football Chat on Twitter, and we kind of hit it off there. And he was at a Clemson practice. And I was like, how'd you get into that? Like, how are you on, how are you at Clemson watching practice? How, how are you there? And uh, he's like, yeah, man, you come down to the coaching clinic and you can stay at my place and, you know, um, I'll show you around and, you know, we'll take you to the Clemson coaching clinic. And I was like, yeah, that sounds awesome. You know, and that was, you know, the year after they, um, they won the national championship and, I was kind of like, you know, Dabble Sweeney hearing about everyone else, you know, the Clemson football program. And uh, so in 2018, I was like, you know what, screw it. I'm going to go. I'm going to, you know, drive down during my spring break, go to Clemson Coaches Clinic and, you know, see how that goes. And, you know, uh, Coach Bennett, you know, show me around, show me the ropes. He took me around, you know. Uh, he, he went to Gaffney, so he showed me to Gaffney. He's like, you know, this is God's country right here. This is Title Town <laughs> USA, you know. Just gave me a little taste of that. And uh, and I was like, man, this is awesome. Um, so that was 2018. And then the year after that, 2019, um, I was like, you know, I'll, I'll come back to the coaching clinic. Came back, brought my buddy down with me at Northwood um, and, you know, show, you know, showed him exactly what Bennett showed me kind of showing the ropes and um and then uh and, and then COVID happened the next year and uh and then Bennett was in Clinton Clinton um in 2020 2021 and he's like you know we have a job opening at our middle school and um you know we have a coaching job available uh if you really want to move down here and be closer to Clemson and, you know, be around, you know, us. And um, this is an opportunity for you. Would you be interested in at that time? I was like, you know, like, I don't know if I should do it, you know? And, and I was like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to go and talk to the principal at the middle school at Clinton and Mr. Jeff Parks. Um, I interviewed with him. Uh, The interview went well. And I just kind of fell in love with Clinton. Um, and loved it. Loved the people. Loved the area. Loved the football. Uh, I talked to Corey Fountain. You know, just a great guy being around him. Um, and one one thing led to another. And I, you know, I, I God just kind of put pe- the right people in the right place. Uh, things fell into place, and uh, you know, and I just, I just, I don't know. Uh, I, you know, I just he said, oh, you know what? I'm going to come down to Clinton and go from there, and. Uh, and I, and I loved it. I was there for a year. And then uh, Bennett was like, hey, uh, Jordan Dura, he's looking for an offensive line coach. Would you be interested in going to Easley? And uh, at that time, I was like, man, like, I, I just got here to South Carolina, I, I, you know, like I, moving again. And, and I interviewed with Coach Dura, and, you know, I loved it. I loved what he was all about, what he was doing at Easley. And, I was like, I, I want to be a part of that. So then I transitioned to, to easily. But uh, but a lot of it was Bennett. Long story short, Bennett was the propeller behind, you know, getting me down here to South Carolina. That's awesome. That's a, that's a cool story, Coach. I mean, it's neat to see and hear, like, that perspective. Because, like, we're talking to mostly South Carolina coaches. But, you know, just to 
up and come down here. I mean, obviously, either you have a really amazing wife or you're single. I'm going to go ahead and guess. No, I'm 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 in a relationship right now. Uh, <laughs> she uh she she helped me move down here, oh, um, awesome in 2021, and you know she came down here uh, just recently and, uh, but yeah no big leap of you know leaving my family leaving everything behind it's been good man like I can't complain man a lot of a lot of good you know people down here just just doing good work you know and I I'm excited to be a part of it all and. Um, just you know happy to be here man it's, it's been life-changing that, that's awesome coach and we're happy to have you man for sure uh yeah coach Fields, go ahead I, I don't know how much time we got to get rolling to the next one but if we got it go ahead no we're good we'll go ahead and roll into our first drive question uh coach real quick before we start that how old are you currently i, I am 29 years old okay um 29 yes sir i'm 29 uh i i you know i had to think about that one some one of my kids asked me, "Hey, you're almost 30." One of my students did. I was like, "Yeah, you're right. I almost, I am almost 30." Kind of had a little midlife crisis there for a little bit, but you know, yeah, I'm 29 years old. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I'm 29 myself. I'll be 30 uh, in July. So kind of the same thing. I'm sitting there like, man, I'm I'm getting old. This is not good. But uh, yeah, we we make sure we ask uh, all of our interviewees that question uh, as we move on. So. Coach, we'll move on to our mentors question. So I think we're pretty sure you've already mentioned a couple, but you can talk about them some more. Uh, who are a couple of your coaching mentors? Yeah, so, you know, obviously Matthew Bennett, you know, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be here in South Carolina. Um, uh, Jordan Dura, you know, uh, who I currently work for, um, he has been awesome as far as, you know, just – letting me come to my own as, and when it comes to coaching and giving me multiple responsibilities within the program and allowing me to learn and, and grow through these experiences, you know. And, um, and then another one that, you know, sticks out is my former head coach, Dave Wilson, you know, someone I can count on, you know, someone I can always go and ask for advice. And, you know, um, if I have a question, I, I know he's one phone call away. I can always call him whenever I, whenever I need anything. And the same thing for Robbie Caldwell. So not only did Ben introduce me to South Carolina football, he introduced me to Robbie Caldwell and, you know, he's been welcoming, he welcomed me with open arms here in the state. And, you know, he has continued to support my development as a coach too. And, um, and another one, Nate Andrews, one of my, you know, uh, former head coaches that I worked for at, in Indiana, Northwood high school. Uh, taught me a lot about how to run a program top to bottom and most importantly servant leadership um, how to how to lead by example and and do things the right way there with Nate Andrews uh, but and I, I feel like you know a lot of the guys that I've worked with that have been assistant coaches on the staffs I've been a part of they've taught me a lot too and they have influenced me in some way shape or form um, so I owe them you know thanks you know and for, for what they've taught me. But, yeah, those are some of the guys that I can count on for mentors. That's awesome, Coach. And so, hey, so we, we, we asked kind of this question to everyone so far, and, and you can kind of give your own little twist or opinion, but why do you feel that it's important for, for older coaches to pour into these younger coaches? Yeah, so um, the game of fo – when I think about the game of football, it is a complicated game. There are 
a lot of moving variables um, when it comes to scheme and how to run a program. Um, there's just it's just it's just a lot of different things you got to think about, and and um, and that that is where the relationship with older coaches comes into play. Um, I guess you can say they have curated the the best of the resources available for any aspiring coach, and and their experienced eyes have taught us, you know, or they can teach you what to look for in scheme and player development. Um, and with all this being said, the game of football has the power to impact so many people and communities if it is done the right way. So you need both young and older coaches to keep making that impact. Um, so the cycle can continue, you know, like, um, that's, that's why I think about when, you know, when we, when, you know, older coaches pouring into younger coaches and vice versa too, younger coaches pouring into older coaches kind of, you know, teaching them the new way and, um, how to do things. And, um, I don't know. I just feel like it's, we, we need both to keep making impact through the game of football. It's about bridging the gap. You know, I mean, it's what you said is perfect coach. It's bridging the gap. We had one of our early interviews, um, where we talked about bridging the gap. We don't just need old. We don't just need young. As far as experience, we need both. We need a mix of both. And, you know, like you said, it's all about reaching these kids and doing better for these communities, right? And that starts with one older experience pouring into the young and the young having some really some rejuvenation, you know what I mean? Yeah. And and getting after it and having that fire and that passion and that energy, you know? Mm-hmm. Great answer there, Coach. So we'll take a quick break here, and then we'll sure. jump into our Air It Out segment. Back with Coach Faustino here at Eastley High School. He is the offensive line coach there currently. Um, just a quick reminder, I've been doing this every episode. Maybe this is the first time you're listening. Maybe you're listening just because Coach is on. Uh, the South Carolina Football Coaches Association has started the 35 and Under Academy here in our state. Coaches in the inaugural class, the first class. And what it kind of is, guys, is they're highlighting uh, 15 coaches uh, some are assistants, some are coordinators, some are active head coaches, and it's all going to culminate. I'm using my big words today. Shout out Coach Gamble for that. Um, it all culminates with a professional develop day, essentially, at the All Sports Clinic in Greenville. So it will be the Tuesday in late July. All of these guys and Coach Willis and myself will be there as well. We got a little little shout-out invite from Coach Fiddler, so we'll be there. But these guys will be learning about different you know, aspects of – uh, not necessarily just being a head coach, but things like budget or recruiting or things that we all have questions about if our goal is to you know, be coordinators, head coaches, maybe even athletic directors. So we'll have some big names in the state come in and drop some knowledge on us. So we're very excited for that. So we'll keep going with Coach's interview. He's doing a great job. Um, we'll start with this first air it out question. What are you personally hoping to gain out of the academy? Yeah, so I, I have aspirations uh, to become a head football coach at some point in my life. Um, you know, like you mentioned, there's a lot of resources and a lot of different um, things being poured into by these coaches association into these young coaches to, you know, prepare themselves to be coordinators or head coaches. But I'm hoping to, you know, become a better coach, but also be prepared to be a head coach at some point um, through this academy. Um, and I'm also excited to build new relationships and get more involved with our state football coaches association. Um, I feel like 
you know, South Carolina does a great job just as far as, you know, helping younger coaches get developed and, you know, even helping our athletes get exposed and um, through the Palmetto Combine Series, through all those different programs that we offer. And I'm just excited to be a part of that and, you know, hopefully get a, a lot of good golden nuggets out of it. All right, Coach, so here's the challenging one. Uh, this is one of my favorite ones, and, and Coach Fields and I are going to be interested to see your answer to this one. Um, but if you – you got to talk about yourself. We, none of us like to really brag about ourselves. But if you could hang your hat on one part of coaching that you feel like you're the best at, what would it be? Yeah, so I, when you, yeah, this is a tough one for me because, uh, you know, I, I hate I hate talking about myself and, you know, um, and, you know, obviously I – always default to you know relationships and loving people and but you know as I was thinking about it um or as I'm thinking about it um one of the things that got me into coaching football was that relationships and loving people but um you know through that like guiding kids to do the right thing and and you know be successful on and off the field but one of the things that you know sticks out is me or one thing that I can hang my hat on is being a technician, um, just focusing on the technique and doing the little things right. And, um, and, you know, like, I think I heard, you know, if you can, you know, how you do anything is how you do everything. And I, I strongly believe in that. And, you know, from our stance and as an offensive line, from our stance to our first step, to our pad level, to our hand placement, to, you know, how we pass pro to, you know, all those little things, you know, add up to the big things, you know, take care of the big things. Um, so I'm always looking for coaching cues or techniques that will give our guys an opportunity to be successful on the field. Um, you know, so I'm always looking to get those little nuggets that can help our kids be more technically sound. So, um, you know, I'm always trying to emphasize that practice when we're doing indie, when we're doing group, just focusing on those little things with those with the kids and and uh, even how, you know, transition-wise, like how we transition from one drill to the next and um, just, you know, being more efficient as a unit and as a, as a, as a group. So I, I love, you know, I, I, I love being a technician. Hey, Coach, real quick. So this is, this is kind of off script. You don't have this question because I, I don't know you. Um, this is the first time I've met you, but you seem like a really likable guy. And – like, you know, Coach Fields and I know, like, OL coaches as, like, these, you know, hard-nosed type guys. So, I just want to, like, are you – what's kind of your coaching style? Like, are you uh, like are you kind of in the face, like, intense all the time? Because you seem like you're really nice. So, I'm, I'm like, trying to vision you, like, coaching offensive linemen right now. Yeah, so I'm, I'm very passionate, man. Um, you know, I, I love – you know, so for a while, um, when I first started coaching, um, I'll – you know, my, I didn't have an idea. I didn't go to coaching school. I didn't have an idea what a coach would look like or sounded like. The only the only way I knew how to coach was how my offensive line coach knew, knew how to coach. And he was very intense and very, uh, you know, up in your face and, you know, very demanding. And and I was, like, trying to fit myself in that mold. But I was like, that ain't me. That That's not what I'm all about, you know. Like, so through the years, I kind of found my way as, you know, like, you know, I'm, I don't need to be a certain person or certain person, you know, have to have a certain persona, you know, uh, um, I just kind of found like, I, I be myself, I just needed to be myself, you know, and um, I, you know, I do get after it, you know, I do get fired up when 
you know, we run the ball and we have, you know, 50-yard, 40-yard touchdown run. Um, I'm always hooting and hollering. Um, I do I do every now and then blow up. But, you know, for the most part, you know, I'm very, um, you know, very encouraging, very positive, I, I guess you can say. Um, just loving the kids and making sure that, you know, I don't know, just I throw at them different curveballs at, you know, sometimes, you know, I, sometimes I, you know, I'm quiet, you know, and I don't know, that is kind of the way I teach too, you know, like I switch up my, my deliverance of, of the message. Um, sometimes it's loud. Sometimes it's mellow. Sometimes it's, you know, you know, uh, yeah, I don't know. It just, it just depends, you know, and on the situation and on the kids and, um, but yeah, I, I, I just kind of was like, I got to be myself, you know, when I'm coaching these kids, cause I can't be, I can't be constantly like my offensive line coach, how he coached me. Cause that's, that's what worked for him, you know, but it doesn't work for me. So I, I, you know, I just, I guess you got to come to see it, you know? <laughs> no, I, I love it coach. I mean, I'm just sitting here thinking I'm a, I'm a skill guy, you know, myself, but I'm sitting here thinking like, I would go play offensive line for you. I mean, you make it seem like it'd be a fun time. <laughs> oh yeah, man! I love, I love, I love playing offensive line. It gets me fired up, man. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, Coach Fields. I just, I mean, again, we haven't met Coach Falcino, and you just seem like an awesome dude. So I just wanted to kind of get an idea of what your coaching style was like. So go ahead, Coach Fields. No, man, Appreciate he he crushed it. The off the script and the script question. Like, I I'm a read guy. Like I'm a defensive guy. I've coached you know all levels. Blah blah blah. But I'm so big on reads. It's not even funny. Like. You know, these linebackers and, and defense linemen at Hanahan, they're like, we ain't doing bag drills? Or it's like, no, brother, we're reads, we're reads, we're reads, we're half flying when we can, you know. So that technique, you know, being a technician really spoke to me. And what Coach said is huge, man. Not everybody fits in the same mold as Coach Faustino, you know what I mean? Some people might be that intense guy. But what we, all three of us, all three coaches on this podcast right now can tell you is if you try to fake it, your kids are going to see right through it. Yes, sir. You know? Absolutely. And it might not be the first day. Like, you might trick the kids for a week. You might trick the kids for a spring. You know, especially with Coach Willis and I being at Hanahan for the first time and being coordinator roles uh, together, mm -hmm. I can tell you that, you know, you, you might fool them for spring. But when it comes summer when everybody's drained, that's when, you know, your coaching style is going to stick out. You know, yeah. you can only fake it for so long. So, I love coach answers there. Like, you know, you try to do it one way, but also being a young guy is learning your way too, right? Like, yeah. you know, that's huge. And then when you got the experience like coach has now, he can just be himself. He's always going to be himself. And it's so mm -hmm. hard to lie, like, too. Like, it's so hard to lie and fake it because eventually you're going to forget. You're going to forget that, oh, I'm trying to be the hard A right now and I'm not being the hard A and the kids see right mm -hmm. through it, right? And, you know, that's how you get kids to trust you and build those relationships. So. Yeah. Coach had two awesome answers right there. So we're going to go ahead. We're rolling, boys. So we're going to go ahead into overtime, okay? So just to remind everybody, we kind of throw overtime into our guests. So they might have a question for us. They may have a topic they want to speak on. It doesn't have to be serious. It could be serious. It doesn't matter. So, Coach, what do you got for us for overtime? Yeah, uh, one, of, one of the questions that, you know, I came up with, uh, what is one of your favorite books you've read in, you've, you've read in the last couple of years? Um, Ooh. You know. Ooh. Coach oh, Willis, you, you got something? Listen, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like, I haven't read a whole lot of, you know, but I, I've got books that I've read some 
bits and pieces too. Um, I, I do have, you, you said something earlier that kind of struck me, coach, you said the servant leadership uh, and I kind of the mentor leadership. That's kind of taking me back to Tony Dungy's book. Mm -hmm. He's got a, uh, uh, it's his like his his daily uh, devotional type thing that he came out with. Uh, so I you know I, every once in a while I have that just to try to pick up something here or there. But um, I read uh, my wife and I went on vacation last summer, and I read a book while we we're sitting in the Dominican Republic. There's nothing really to do besides sit there and look at the ocean and sit under the little cabanas or whatever it's called. And I I think it was called Into the Bleachers or something like. I, I, the name of the book is is kind of leaving me but it was a good book um uh but you know honestly I, I i'm telling on myself i haven't really read a whole lot of books here lately i started to read um uh i forget what it's called now urban meyer's book uh, about building his program uh so i started reading it a little bit and then i've kind of slacked off at reading it so that's just me kind of telling on myself so i need to start doing a little bit better job coach fields yeah so that once again coach is killing it bro like he straight up before we got on was like, hey, man, a little nervous. I'm following some big-time guys. Bro, he's crushed it, okay? I love this question. So Absolutely. I'm, I'm not a reader. I, when I say this, I'm a big article reader, like, recently. So I'm a huge YouTube guy. I fall down these rabbit holes of, like, I don't know, how to woodwork, how to build trailers, how to – it could be whatever, <laughs> right, for hours. So I'm not, I'm not a big reader, to be honest with you. But I'll tell you something that really kind of – molded me i mean it's not everything i do but when i was a young guy you know how it is oh i'm gonna look to the college guys so was always curious as a young coach like you know nick saban was doing really well i'm like what the heck is he doing right so i just had to look it up the how good do you want to be book by nick saban mm -hmm. um as a young coach i read that and i kind of figured out how the process was and you know it's big for me i always say that like you learn more about kids and your character and your culture and all that when you lose, right? When you win, and this is kind of what he'll talk about, like when you win, you don't really learn anything, right? Like the kids don't really, they think it's acceptable. Like even if we, you know, we have a big time win and we make five million mistakes, the kids, they're kids. So they just think, okay, we won, we did good enough, let's move on to the next. But, you know, being part of the process as win or loss doesn't matter. We need to make ourselves better. You know what I mean? And then losing can be so valuable because it really is a culture shock, right? It wakes the kids up. All right, maybe you're on a big win streak and you lose one. Maybe y'all were getting complacent, right? So that was something I learned, you know, not verbatim word for word with these books, but it, it kind of molded me as a young coach to understand what the process really is. You know, like it's got to be process driven, right? Can't be results. So I know that was something that really, you know, it's been a long time since I read that book, Coach, but that's that's kind of my deal as far as how it's helped me with coaching. I mean, what what's your answer, Coach? We'll throw it back at you. What you got? We're throwing it back at me? Yeah, man. Um, so I, I, I'm a kind of a book junkie. Um, I got a bunch of football books, culture books that I kind of collect. Um, I haven't really dived into them all. I, you know, I read a couple pages here and there, kind of put it off the side, don't come back to it for a couple weeks. Um, but – you know, one book that I kind of um, dove into and really read page to page was uh, Draw a Circle by Mark Patterson. Uh, it's, it's about prayer and how, you know, how, you know, how to be better at praying. And um, it, it's just it's a powerful book and, and the power behind prayer. And, um, you know, I just love that one. And another one that I read, 
you know, reread a couple a year ago was um, Lead for God's Sake by um, Todd Gonger. Uh, Gonger. Uh, good book, you know, um, just about leadership and how to, you know, serve the heart um, and, you know, not serve the talents of the kids, serve the heart, you know, and it's just a good book, you know, um, on how to lead. So I've been reading that one. And um, I've, you know, I got my hands on the assembly line uh, by Milt, uh, Nebraska's offensive line coach. Okay. Um, so I got my hands on that one. So I'm going to dive into that one here and read through that one um, just about offensive line play. But those are, those are a few book, books that, you know, I love, you know, look forward to reading or read. Man, coach is like a rocket science squared to Coach Willis and I, man. We're we're not huge on the readers, but I love that freaking question. That was awesome. Yeah, that's outstanding question. I'm more of a YouTube, so I'm like watching videos or I get on Twitter and read. Does that count as reading? <laughs> count it. Listen, man, quick story. So Coach Willis is a researcher. He's really going to like – he's going to really do some research and background and ask friends or whatever, but he was getting into the Blackstone Griddle gang – and this man, we probably traded, you know, seven to ten videos through text for me kind of loading him up with research. And I swear he probably watched, I don't know what, Coach, 128 videos before he made a purchase. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I'm like one of those people that <laughs> I, I have to make sure – I have to make sure that I'm going to make sure that I'm going to make sure that I want to get something before I get it. So, yeah, <laughs> man, we're We're YouTube guys, but we love I that love question. It. We love that question. So – Coach, let's go ahead. Before we get you out of here, man, we've been asking everybody kind of this wrap-up question. So if you had just one piece of advice for a young, expiring coach with not a lot of experience, what would it be? Yeah, so um, I heard this not too long ago, and I forget who I heard it from, but uh, be the best assistant coach you would want to have if you were a head coach. Um so be willing to wear more than one hat when it comes to the football program. Um, and then going back, circling back to servant leadership, just, you know, serve, you know, you know, let your, uh, what is it? Your servant's towel be bigger than your ego. So that's my, that's my advice for young inspiring. Which I mean, it's, you know, it's servant leadership leads itself into what we do every day. Right. I mean, we really got to pay it forward. And then, you know, it's funny. It's almost a question of like the first thing you said, the first piece of advice, like you look back and would I hire myself when I was 28 as an assistant or whatever it be, you know, 31, whatever the age could be. I mean, I know I struggle sometimes like, man, I don't really want to do this, but it's like, bro, suck it up and do it. You know, like you can't ask, you can't want to be a head coach, you know, and then gripe. Maybe you become a head coach or coordinator. You don't want to gripe at assistants like, man, this guy didn't want to do that. If you, we're the same way as a youngin too, you know? I mean, it's like that Coach Sweeney talk. I've said it before on here. Like, if you're told to make the coffee, make the base, best doggone yeah. coffee you can, you know? Like, yeah. if that's your job, knock it out of the park and great things will happen to you. And I know that's really hard for one, young people, and two, young coaches to understand. You just think you're stuck in this box, right? And you're really not. I mean, the possibilities are limitless, especially with – how many coaches are really staying in this? I mean, there's a lot of opportunities for young coaches, something we don't talk about a lot. But if you follow coaches' advice, it'll get you to where you want to be, you know? Uh, Coach Willis, you got anything kind of in closing here? No, I mean, I just want to say, like, it, what kind of what you were just hitting on is, I mean, 
listening to this, these guys talk, like it's been good for me personally, just hearing these guys say these things, because like moving into our new, you know, experience, we, you know, we're taking new jobs and stuff like that. It's made me self-reflect and go back to what you just said, like what kind of assistant, you know, do I want to have on my staff as a, as a coordinator as the same thing. Like, and I got to make sure like, you know, we have to, like coach field says, there's some things that we don't want to do, but we're going to do them anyway, because, you know, like, a, a lot of that is coming from listening to these guys and listening to you guys talk. And like, there's a reason that you guys were selected. And, and a lot of those qualities that you guys have are the same ones that, you know, that we want to have and, and we want to pride ourselves in having as well. So it's, just listening to this and doing kind of a plug for the YCA podcast, getting guys on and talking to them has helped me in my personal coaching journey. So, you know, I hope that's what we're going to do for other people as well. And coach, uh, you've been a blast, man. This has been an awesome time with you. Um, like I said, he's knocked it out of the park. We don't know coach Adam from Eve, but we're excited to meet him here in late July at the all sports clinic. So uh, coach, thanks for coming on. You got any closing words for us? No, thank you guys for having me on. Uh, I, I've enjoyed listening to the podcast and, and all the different guys that have come on and talked with you guys. And you guys are doing awesome, man. I, I love it, man. And you guys keep doing, keep doing, fighting a good fight. And I'm excited, you know, looking forward to hearing um, future future guys talk. And thank you guys. Yeah, man. Yeah, we, we appreciate you, Coach, and, and again, yeah. congratulations for being selected, man. That's well-deserving. I can already tell that just from talking to you for a little bit. So, congratulations, man. Absolutely. We appreciate it, Coach. Y'all have a good one. All right, that's all we've got for today's episode of the YCA Podcast. Thanks for listening, and make sure you go to Spotify and hit that subscribe button. Also, be sure to check us out on Twitter at YCA underscore podcast. Follow, like, retweet, and share the YCA podcast, and feel free to send questions or content ideas you'd like to be covered in the future. Thanks again for listening. This is Cam Willis signing off. Until next time, see you.